Welcome to the Stylistpreneur Podcast, a show created to help hairstylists build and sustain successful beauty businesses. Here is your host, Damali Phils, CEO of Stylists in Business, master hairstylist, and author of Travel Notice, the ultimate guide to becoming a traveling hairstylist. All right, let's start the show. Hey, stylists. Welcome to the third episode. Okay, so we are already on our third episode, and I'm excited. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. Listen, I am not stopping. I am here to give you some information, some advice, and some tips on how you can be the best stylist and business owner that you can be. So on our third episode, we are going to talk about why I feel a change needs to be made in the beauty industry and what that change is. Okay, so I am no saint. I'm not perfect, okay? But I know right from wrong. And what I know is that we need more professional hairstylists in the beauty business. Like, who can agree? Who can agree that there are just some stylists that are just not professional, that really shouldn't even be in business? Like, we don't even know how they got in business, first off. So I'm here to talk about that today because I feel that it needs to be said. We need to talk about it. We need to discuss it. We need to figure out how we can make that change. So that's what we're discussing today. So when we're talking about professionalism, like let me explain to you what I think professionalism is. And this is just my opinion. You may feel differently, which is totally fine. Like everybody has an opinion and you know, you do your opinion. So when I think of professionalism, okay, guys, I'm just thinking of like a person that is like well put together, someone that dresses nice, nice and neat, someone that like cares themselves in a certain type of manner. Like a professional person is not going to be like twerking at work, which, you know, I have fun. Like on my break or something, I'm cutting up. So, but when there's a client, when there's a certain atmosphere, like there are certain things that aren't done and certain things that aren't said. When we're talking about professionalism, we're talking about your appearance, your demeanor, someone that's reliable, like someone that's going to show up on time to your hair appointment, someone that's going to show up just regardless. Like I've heard that some stylists aren't even showing up, which I can't imagine. Like you don't want the money? Like I'm confused. Uh, We're talking about, you know, somebody that's capable of doing the job. Like, stop telling people that you can do a certain style and you can't. Like, if you can't, you can't. Or if you want to try it, let the client know like, hey, I've never done this before, but I can try it. Which I've done several times because I'm not going to charge a client if I know I can't do it. Or if there's the smallest chance, like, it's not going to look like that picture. Okay, like some other things, when we're thinking of professionalism, ethics, like I go back to, you know, like knowing right from wrong, like we learned that as a kid, guys, like let's get it together. Have your ethics in check, you know, maintaining yourself, maintaining your composure in the workplace, phone etiquette, like, come on guys, like if it's really that hard as far as phone etiquette, like Google you know, how to answer the phone, like a script. Like there are scripts out there that would tell you how you need to be answering your phone. Uh, Like written communication. If someone sends you a text or sends you an email, 
like there are certain ways that you need to reply and I will tell you like if someone say for instance because I want you guys to really understand and know what I'm talking about someone contacts me they want to get the appointment right so my first thing that I'm going to say to them is like hey Thank you so much for contacting me and being interested in my services and wanting to get your hair styled by me. Like, that's the first thing I'm thanking them. I'm making them feel appreciated and knowing that, like, there's a lot of styles out there, but this person chose me. So first off, thank you. And then you go into the message and respond accordingly. Like, there is a certain way that you should be conducting business, especially if you're considering yourself to be a professional hairstylist. So other people may have like a different definition for professionalism, which like I said, is totally fine. Like someone may consider a person professional just based on like their education, based on their jobs and degrees. Like it does not matter what your definition of professionalism is, but understand like cursing, drinking on the job, just acting a straight plum fool at work, that's not professionalism. So make sure you understand and know the difference. So if you're wondering like why is professionalism such like a pet peeve of mine like the reason is because like in my years of styling hair traveling the u.s you know being in florida new york and california i have worked with a number of stylists um in a number of different business establishments and i have seen it all guys like i have literally seen it all okay like i have seen where stylists have literally had restraining orders I've seen physical fights. I've seen just like things that you should not see in a salon. And because of that, I've decided for myself that I'm going to strive to be the best stylist that I can be. I'm going to strive to be professional. I'm going to show my clients that, you know, not only am I a business person, but I'm running the business. Like who I am is the business. You are your business. So you need to portray yourself that way from head to toe, from your voice, from like when you're outside of work. I wasn't even going to talk about this. This wasn't even in my notes. But like when I say that you are the business, when you go to the grocery store, when you go to the gym, when you go to the club, especially if you're a booth rental, you're a salon owner, you are representing your brand. You have to be professional at all times. I'm sorry. I know you want to turn up on the weekends. I know you want to twerk, get loose, do whatever. But when you are a business owner, when you are a sole prop, when you're doing whatever, when you are conducting business, taking someone's money, you are responsible. Like who you are, how you act, and what you're putting out into the world matters to your business. Because at the end of today, of the day, if you're doing something that a client might not like, something that they would consider unprofessional, they may not want to patronize your business. And that should be a concern. So while I'm talking about unprofessional and the fact that I have seen several salon owners, stylists, you know, be unprofessional, let's be clear. Okay, let's be clear because I'm no saint. Who am I to talk about any other stylist professional? What I will not be doing on this show is naming anybody, calling anybody out like I am not catty at all. I just want professional styles to know that like we do matter, we do exist, and that those that are unprofessional, like that's not what we're doing. That's not what we're here for. But this is not a show to be catty, to be name calling. 
This is a place where we can be comfortable, where we can learn, grow, and achieve. That's what this show is about. So if anybody thought we were about to go down that caddy road, no ma'am, no sir, not today. Okay, let's stay professional. That's how we're going to keep it. So if you were here trying to get the tea and all that, mm, nope, not today. Not on this show. <laughs> so just to give you a few examples of some of the crazy things that I've seen, like I mentioned, like I've seen physical alterations. I have literally seen people fighting. And when I say people, I mean like people associated with the salon owner. So this really was like the salon owner's issue where people were actually physically fighting and as a result, there was like a restraining order that needed to be put on place. And I kid you not, like that salon owner was like, what, you've never seen a fight before? <gasps> Girl, no, not in a place of business. That's not what happens in business. Guys, there are certain things that you just don't allow to happen in your business. And physical fights is definitely one of those. Needless to say, I quickly packed up and left. Nope, not about it. So uh, what else have I seen? I've seen drinking on the job. I've seen where like clients are under the dryer, you're getting dry, you know, trying to get it together and their stylist is like taking a break to get, you know, a little lit. And like, no, like I will tell you, I have worked in salons where you serve wine, beer, coffee and all that. And personally, I do not partake. In my personal life, yes, I do have a sip of wine every now and then. But while I am working, no, I don't. Because I believe that like that's not a sign of professionalism. You need to be there to do your job, get paid, and give the client the best service of their life. The best service that you can possibly give. And I don't believe you can do that if you're not in like your full state of mind. Now I know some people say, oh, I'm just, you know, I just take a little sip. My clients, that's my girl. We're cool. I understand there is a level of being cool with your clients, but there's also boundaries that need to be set in place. So I can remember a time where like one of my clients actually referred her sister to come get her hair done. And I absolutely love these girls because they are like fun and full of life. And so they come and like I said, I, I carry myself in a very professional way while I'm working. So honestly, like my clients know like the work side of me and my friends and family know another side of me, which isn't far from my professional side. So don't get it twisted. So she brings her sister and at some point her sister curses. And so my client has never heard me curse. And so once her sister cursed, she was like, oh, no, girl, like you can't be cursing at the salon. Like Damali does not do that. And I thought like I was so tickled. I thought it was hilarious because. Like, I do curse. Like, if you know me personally, you'd be like, wait a minute, Damali curses. I do curse. Not like a sailor. Definitely not like a sailor. Maybe back in my day, but not, not in my most recent years. But I just thought it was so funny. And I also felt good at the same time because I was like, okay. Like, she understands, my client understands that I don't conduct business in that way. And she's also protecting me. Although it's her sister, like she's still protecting me, my business and the atmosphere that I created. Like I felt like that was so powerful and like moving to see that. So if you guys, if you set that professionalism, you set those boundaries, like your clients will play by your, you know, your games and they won't allow any of the people that they're bringing into that space to do anything that's not already being done. So I thought, so like I said, who I am 
at work and home, they're slightly different, not far from being different. I don't want anybody to think, you know, like if you're being one way at work and another way at home, that you're being fake or two-sided at work. That's not the case. Work is work and home is home. Who you are at home, if you are doing certain things at home, it's just certain things that shouldn't be in the workplace. So don't get it misconstrued. Don't think that, oh, she's being fake. She does do those things, but when she's at work, she doesn't. No, it's just that I understand that there should be a difference at work from how you're acting at home. Now, if I'm having a glass of wine at home, having fun cutting up with my friends, if it's after hours, that's one thing. But how you act at work and how you're conducting your business should be different and should be professional. So I just want to touch back on like setting the boundaries in order to keep that professionalism, to build that professionalism in your business. By creating those boundaries, you're training your clients. You're creating a certain type of atmosphere to conduct your business in. You know, like, and, and I tell you this, it is your business. Most hairstylists, like, they're self-employed. They work for themselves. And that's honestly a big part of the reason why we do have unprofessional hairstylists. Because they're just like, Shh, this is my business. I can do what I want to do. And that is the case. But do it, you know, do it smart. Don't just be out there conducting business any kind of way. There is a smart way to do it in a way that you can still be who you are and conduct business how you want to. But by creating those boundaries, what you're doing is controlling what's been said and what's been done at your business and in your business. If you don't allow drinking and smoking, it won't happen. And that'll create the space that you want. If you don't want, you know, your client to show up with five friends, their kids, and whomever else, set that boundary. Put a sign in the shop only for clients that are being serviced. Because guess what? You don't want chairs to be taken up that aren't making you money. You don't want spectators there just sitting around doing nothing. Like, that's just not how it goes. And so I'll tell you this story, like, and I can't make these stories up. So I had two sisters come, two different sisters than before. And I was doing one's hair. She was totally fine with the prices and the services. But the second sister, you know, these were new clients. The second sister didn't necessarily agree with the price. She already had extensions in her hair. And this young lady wanted to know if I could hand her, lend her my scissors so that she could take out her own extensions so that she could save the money for the removal. Guys, I was floored. I couldn't believe like she really wanted to know if she could borrow my set of scissors, sit in the salon and take her own extensions out while other customers there watching. So I politely said no. I was like, you know, if you want to leave and take him out and come back, that's perfectly fine. But I set that boundary that that's not what happens in, in the salon that I work in. That's not what we do. If you like to do that on your own terms at home, perfectly fine. Guys, don't be afraid to put your foot down and to set boundaries because at the end of the day, it's your business, your brand, your name is what you say goes. Also, by being professional, like your clients see it, they notice it, like you will be able to gain that respect from your clients. And that's what you want. You want your clients to respect you. You don't want your clients to think that they can do and say anything to you or in your place of business. It's not their space. It's not, 
you know, a place where they can do whatever they want to. It's what you say goes. So by creating that professionalism, you create a world of your own. This is your little space, your salon, your suite if you're a booth renter. This is what you can control and, you know, be that boss. Be that stylistpreneur. Be the person that's in control, respecting that respect from your clients. And like clients love, you know, when you do personal development, that also creates professionalism. If you're taking classes, you're doing more courses, like they see like that you're really on it, you're on your game, and you're making things happen. And they have no no other choice but to think of you as a professional and to treat you like one. So you would think that like professionalism was common sense. It's not. Sadly to say, it is not common sense. And I really want to go back to saying that, you know, it's not common sense because a lot of styles are working on their own. They are independent. They're figuring everything out. They're doing their social media, their marketing, their finances. They're having to do everything. And for that reason, sometimes the business side of things do lack. And so that's why I feel like if stylists are, you know, looking to develop themselves professionally, it'll make their businesses 10 times better. They'll get more clients. They'll get more respect. They'll get more money. And that's what we all want is to earn more, to have a bit bigger, better business. And so I'm here to help with that. So with this podcast, I definitely want to make sure that you guys are being able to hear stories, advice, tips, and tricks from other stylists that I would consider you know, to be professional, to be business-minded, and to have an entrepreneurial spirit. Like, I want to make sure you guys are really getting this information so that you can become bigger and better in your businesses. You know, I don't want you just to be that popular Instagram stylist, which I absolutely love, and I commend those stylists for being able to take a platform and create such a great life and business for themselves. But what I don't want you to do is be that popular, unprofessional stylist. Okay, like that's not what it is. Like you'll just continually to have a turnover. And I want you to have clients that are long lasting. I want you to have longevity in this business. And that is really what the biggest difference is. You know, between a professional stylist and one that's not so professional is the longevity. Is, you know, how people think of you and how people are talking about you. You know, I would hate for you to be that person that's like, oh man, she can do some great hair, but... She never answers the phone. She's never available. She's always late to my appointments. Don't be that stylist. Be the professional ones that clients are coming to you just because you are professional. You may not even be the best stylist. You may not even be able to, you know, do a real good silk press, but you're professional. You're on time. You know, your salon is clean. Like those are the things that really matter to a certain type of clientele. A clientele that's going to pay you a lot and tip you a lot and refer their other clients that can do the same. A client that does not want to negotiate you with the prices, ones that are just going to give you what you're asking for. So stay tuned for those other interviews, for those other styles. They are coming up. But next week we do, oh, I don't want to cut this too short, guys, but I just want to like just spill out my frustration with unprofessional styles and just say why I believe we need more professional stylists. So... We're going to go ahead and end this this episode. Thank you for tuning in. But I do have a guest coming up next week. And I'm so excited about this because it'll be our first guest. Our fourth episode will have our first guest. 
And our next guest is going to be fitness fitness expert, Yanika Desir. And we'll be discussing hairstyles and health. So don't miss that. I'll see you guys next week. Come on back for another episode. Until then, have an amazing day. Thank you for tuning in to the Stylistpreneur Podcast. Make sure to visit our website for more beauty business resources, courses, and to join the Stylistpreneur membership. Until next time, stay a cut above the rest.